1: Co-worker of yours.
3: Good morning, It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7
2: The Game.
4: Oh yes,
5: welcome in ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Pre-Game Show
4: with Joe Spadoni. Welcome in. Hope you all had a beautiful, nice, it wasn't beautiful here in the Bay anyways, it was wet, it was cold, it was windy. We had snow in some areas, which is wild, so that cold front looks like it's going to continue. But things were heating up in the Bay at Chase Center last night as the Warriors... They defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 109-104, to and they needed that one. It goes without saying, every single game the rest of the way here for the Golden State Warriors is a must-win in some sense or another. Started on Friday night after a very disappointing loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. It was a back-to-back. You're back at home. No Draymond, no Wiggins, no Steph, no problem against the Rockets. They're a losing team. They're a loser franchise at this point, and they're just tanking. So, hell of a win there. Now, to come on back, again, no Draymond. Looks like there's a flare-up in his knees and get an MRI to see the extent of that. That's not good, but what was good last night was a Clay Thompson that has sort of taken on a huge leadership role here for the Golden State Warriors in this last month, if you will, at least since Seth Curry's been out, and it's been Clay. he's been more vocal. You heard it from Steve Kraft of the game, we're going to hear from Steve and Clay, and all these guys. What was a massive victory? That was huge, and a hell of a way to start off the week if you're a Golden State Warriors fan. 888-957-9570, 957 9570 If you would like to get involved, again, Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. You can call or text that number. YouTube, think we're working on the YouTube. It's uh, being a little finicky with me this morning, so we'll see if we can get that up and running. But again, be patient. It's all right. It's a Monday. These things happen. These things happen. We'll get up there and running. Sam, if you're listening, if you could help me out there, I'd appreciate you. Sam Levin, producer extraordinaire for the morning roast. And also uh, garlic fries and baseball, guys. And baseball's right around the corner. And yes, we had a lot of action in the desert, in Florida. A lot of home runs, a lot of crazy rule changes. And you're seeing it now with the pitch clock and that getting implemented. I love it, by the way. Swing the freaking bat. Get up there. Ugh, it was great. A lot of people are not going to love it, especially against your team if it's in a crucial moment like it was with the Red Sox over the weekend, and the Red Sox benefited from a batter not getting into the box fast enough, and hey, strike three, you're out. Game over. Or it was not game over. It was going into extra innings then. Crazy. It was bases loaded. I think it was a 1-2 or a 2-2. Either way better to get in fast enough night night figure it out figure it out you know who did figure it out last night was a guy named Clay Thompson and he talked about how big that one was with all the missing pieces of Wiggins Draymond and Steph being out
6: Oh, it's huge. Kind of resembles the run we had to go on last year when um, Steph and Dre were out of the lineup for a little bit. We've had some adversity and see a lot of parallels to this year of young guys stepping up, playing more minutes than you're used to, making huge plays down the stretch. Things don't go your way. We're playing through adversity. We're not hanging our heads. And I'm just proud of every single player on this team. That was a collective effort, and we continue to protect home court and just something to build on.
4: Something to build on. You know, it's all you can start doing at this point, stacking W's if you're the Golden State Warriors, and they've got two in a row. Two in a row. It's a winning streak. We'll take it. At worst, you're going to have a split before they reevaluate Stephen Curry, and you're hoping he's back this week at some point. Again, they're going to reevaluate uh, him on Wednesday. A reevaluation sensation. Shout out Tim Roy. So we're going to see what's going to go on there with the Golden State Warriors. But again, Clay Thompson has stepped up in a huge leadership void that has now been apparent now without Draymond Green and without Stephen Curry. And Clay's not known for being the vocal guy, let's be honest. He's known for being the guy that just, you know, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. It's all good. It's not that big of a deal. Just need a cool buzz and uh, some good, wa- some tasty waves, right? Shout out to Spicoli. Kind of gives that vibe off. He's an LA guy. He's got his boat. He's chilling. But now he's starting have to be more assertive in that locker room because everyone else, they're young guys. It's not gonna be a Dante DiVincenzo, Vincenzo, and we'll get to him. He had a hell of a performance from the Italian Stalin. Kavon Looney? Okay. Kavon's not the vocal guy. Kaminga, too young. Poole? Eh. It's gotta be Clay. And he's delivered. He's absolutely delivered. And here's Kerr on Clay's leadership emotionally and how he stepped
5: up. Yeah, Clay is really stepping up uh, on the leadership front. Um, he's been more vocal. Um, he's encouraging the guys. I think he recognizes he is much needed in that role with all of our guys out. So he's done a great job with him. Absolutely. And we are back up on YouTube. Shout out Sam Lubin for fixing that. So
4: if you do digest this show or any show here on 95.7 The Game via YouTube, we are up. Twitch, hello. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, yeah, we're back, baby. You can see this beautiful mug and this Hawaiian shirt. And uh, it may not look it, but it is still very cold outside. But I dress in different ways every now and then. Also, I just didn't have any clean clothes, so just the way the cookie crumbles. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Here's more from Steve Kerr on this being a team win and a confidence builder.
5: This is a huge win, not only for the standings, but for the confidence of the guys. That was a team win. I mean, everybody came in there and competed and played well. And, you know, we're down 10, I think, in the fourth. And to make that comeback against that team, you know, that we're tied with in the standings, just an enormous win. And yeah, winning the other night, obviously, they're all big right now. but, uh, But I like this one for the grit that we had to show to get it done. Absolutely. Grit
4: is a perfect word to describe last night's performance. It wasn't beautiful. At times, there were nice plays. Both sides kind of just boneheaded mistakes, lackadaisical effort on the defensive side. But you know what? When both those teams are missing star players like they did, Minnesota last night, no Gobert, no Carl Anthony Towns, Warriors, obviously, no Stephen Curry, no Andrew Wiggins, no Draymond Green. Your stars have to step up. And you know what? Klay Thompson, the future Hall of Famer, he stepped up. Anthony Edwards, he didn't. It was a bad game for Anthony Edwards last night. Couple that with great Warriors defense at times on him, and you're going to get a great decision. And the decision was they got a win. They got the dub. Nas Reed, by the way, that's the guy. <laughs> He's a future Hall of Famer if he only plays the Warriors. The guy's incredible. He's a hell of a player. 6'9 center, you don't really have those... Too much these days. Six nine, but he plays like he's seven feet against the Warriors. He's got the stroke going. He had twenty points, I think. What was the first quarter? It was crazy. It was crazy. But the best player on that team didn't do much. Five and nineteen for Anthony Edwards, two of eight from Beyond the Arc. Five boards, seven assists. Okay. Turns over five times. Five. Yikes. Couple that with the Golden State Warriors. You know? Jordan Poole, he had some bad turnovers. At this point, that's just what it's going to have to be for Jordan Poole if he's handling the ball that much. You'd like to see him turn that down a little bit, but you know what? Steph still has turnover problems his whole career, so might just be a thing. Klay Thompson, he had turned over a couple times, but you know what? Klay and Dante, players of the game, performers of the game, just elite, elite showing from the guys you needed to lean on. We talked about this Friday, heading into that game against the Houston Rockets. You know what? You're going to have to lean on Dante DiVincenzo and Clay Thompson. You're going to need these guys like Kaminga to step up more. Kaminga with a nice night. 5-10 of from the floor, 13 points. Loon Dog, again, so consistent. 17 rebounds, 12 points for Looney. He was active on the glass, active on the paint. Again, Clay 32. Dante, 21. Jordan Poole, not a great shooting night, but you know what? Kept with it. He was still a plus 8. Then you look at on the bench, Anthony Lamb contributing with some huge shots down the stretch. He had a couple blocks. So yes, that was a total team win, and a one they needed to get. Because at worst right now, you're going to split. And now you want to get greedy, though. You're going to go up against the Portland Trail Blazers team. Yes, Dame just had an incredible night dropping 71 against the lowly Houston Rockets. But you know what? You should be able to win this game. You should win this game. I'm saying it right now. Now, we'll wait to see what's going on with Draymond Green, because that is a scary thing, having knee flare up this late in the season. He's been pretty damn durable throughout this year, and that just makes you worried. Gives you concern. It absolutely gives you concern. But you know what? What I saw last night, hell of an effort. Might be been the win of the year. But in this case, every single one this next in the way might be the win of the year. Hamza, good morning on the YouTube chat. Appreciate you. If you'd like to get involved, hit me up there. Hit me up at 888-957-9570, 888 On Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. If you would like to hit me up there as well. Was that the win of the year? Kind of feels like it. Kind of feels like this team was up against a wall, and every single loss is going to be magnified by $10 million at this point in the season. And every single win is going to be like, okay. Win the next one. Win the next one. Keep stacking. Keep building. And right now, just looking at the standings, you're the seventh seed for the Golden State Warriors. You're just a half game back of the Dallas Mavericks, who blew what was a 27, 28-point lead yesterday. You hate to see that for the Dallas Mavericks. And then the Clippers, they're kind of hitting the skid. So you're right in that mix to get out of the playing game. If you keep stacking these wins, and you're going to feel great if you come out of this without Steph, 3-1, and one, Post all star break? And again, we'll wait to see what the reevaluation on Stephen Curry is this week, and you're hoping he's back for at least that Lakers game on Saturday. But that would be a massive, massive win. Be huge. Here's more from Steve Kerr on his feeling his feelings about that team closing out that game last night at Chase Center with a win
5: we've got control of the game we've lost a couple of those this year and you just don't want to see what's on the other side of the door you got to finish the deal and we had i don't know two or three turnovers in that stretch and i should have taken a timeout when we had the ball full court and we got a turnover i think lamb was throwing it to clay and they got mixed up i think clay cut the other way as lamb made the pass i probably should have taken a timeout there and advanced it but we got the job done anyway so it's a little bit nerve-wracking but we finished yeah, I texted
4: night night after they took that nine point lead. I was like, "This game's over." <laughs> should should have known this Warriors team. You cannot just say night night. You can't do that anymore. Not with this season. Last year, sure. This year, not until that final buzzer goes off. I am trusting this Golden State Warriors team. Which that's just where we're at. They're listen. They're a game over five hundred. It was a nice couple wins, but then you start stacking them more here. They haven't been able to do it all season. Can they do it? Can they do it this week? Next game, tomorrow against the Portland Trailblazers. So we shall see. But nonetheless, hell of a win last night for the Golden State Warriors as they take out the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves, by the way, they slide down to nine seed. And they are, listen, no Carl Anthony Towns, no Go Gobert. You need Anthony Edwards now without D'Angelo Russell, who won that trade. And you saw Mike Conley last night did some decent things, Mike Conley. He's a veteran. He's crafty. He'll do some things that are leaving guys open. He's very patient, Mike Conley. He's not the fastest guy he never ever was. Very patient player. And he'll pick and choose his spots nicely. And at times it worked. But you need Carl Anthony Towns. You need your young superstar. You need the explosive guy in the game like that to kind of take over. And Nas Reed was doing his thing. He did all he could. 30 points for God's sakes. Edwards? And this is why plus-minus really bothers me. <laughs> Anthony Edwards was a plus one last night. You know what Nas Reed was? Minus six. (laughs) Okay. Don't tell me he wasn't the best player on the floor other than Klay Thompson last night. It was Nas Reed and it wasn't even close. Yeah, I get it. He missed some shots towards the end there that they probably needed and he was making early on the game. But you know what? Hats off to the Warriors and their defense. They played a hell of a game. And that was the reason they won last night. And Dante DiVincenzo agrees.
6: You know, we're going to take our threes. We're going to, you know, push in transition. But we really locked in defensively in that fourth quarter. They were getting some easy, non-contested threes. And once we pressured, make them go downhill, we didn't foul. They couldn't make those layups around the rim with two, three guys going to try to block it. And, and then we were off and running. So it wasn't offense. It was definitely defense tonight.
4: And Dante DiVincenzo, just a hell of a pickup this year for the Golden State Warriors. 7-13 to 13 last night. Shooting the ball. 21 points. Five assists. Eight rebounds. What a game from the Italian stallion, Dante DiVincenzo, in a game where they needed him to step up. You know, no Gary B- uh, Gary Payton the second he was going to be the guy this season before they even bought GP2 back into the fold. It was Dante DiVincenzo was the replacement. And he's been money all season, by the way, I'm speaking of money. He's made himself a lot of money this season. I don't know if the Warriors can afford to bring him back. It'd be a great thing to do. But you know what? Hats off to him wherever he decides to go because he's just been a hell of a player for the Golden State Warriors this season. Consistent, all year long, brings it on the defensive end. And that that stroke he's got, and he said he's tinkered with it the last couple weeks. It was his off-shooting hand, whatever it was, just made a minor adjustment, and it's paid off. He is shooting that three ball. I expect it to go in more often than not when Dante uh, DiVincenzo has the rock. So 888-957-9570, how big of a signing has that been for the Golden State Warriors? It's been huge. I think it's been the signing for the Golden State Warriors. Not even close. Ernie Chavez on the YouTube chat. What's up, Ernie? Love you checking in. If that's the best win of the season, your season isn't going well. Well, you know what? Like I said, every win the, next, uh, the, the rest of this season, Ernie, it's probably going to be your best win of the year. That's just what it's going to be because these games are gonna start mattering more and more as we head down the stretch here. We don't have that many left the 21 now or 20 so what team are you? you're gonna go 10 and 10 the rest of the way or are you gonna go 10 and five? are you gonna go eight and two right? are you gonna go these next stretches are you gonna go 15 and 5? are you gonna go 5 and 15? this Warriors team is on the brink of potentially making a run or falling apart? Which one are they going to do? Or are they just going to be stuck in the middle with you? That was my stouty impression, by the way. If you've never heard it, I urge you to go into the 95.7 The Game archives. Maybe we need to create a page like that here on 95.7 The Game. Just every host's best moment and just start saving it in certain folders and certain slots here on YouTube. Because gurus could ask, like, 10 a day. Steiny has a couple a week. And then the morning roast, obviously, Bontane Chaski. Those guys are going nuts. And they were probably going nuts after that win last night for the Golden State Warriors. But that would be a nice little thing. Ray not turning on his mic. you can have a separate page for that. Probably about 100 or 200 times a show. 888 957 I just had a hilarious thought with the 95.7 The Game merch. And you can hit up 957thegameshop.com for all your 95.7 The Game merch. You need a picture of Ray and a silhouette of the microphone. And it says on air in the corner because we have a little sign that says on air. But Ray's mic is turned off and he's trying to talk and nothing's coming out. I don't know how you get that onto a shirt, but we need to find a way to do that for Ray. And I'm sure he'd promote the hell out of it. Ray, by the way, hell of a job all week on the A chair for Damon and Ratto, working with Whitey Gleason and Alan Styles. He didn't work the A chair and I'm calling it the Ray chair from now on. That's what I'm sitting in right now, the Ray chair. But you know what? Hell of a job for him. And maybe I underestimated Ray a little bit, and I shouldn't have. I'm going to start to estimate him. Shout out Michael Scott. Damich, or Damich, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, 12-12 on the YouTube chat. It was nice to see them play with some energy and intensity on the defensive end. Yes! It's been sorely missing all season long. And I'll say this. It wasn't a great offensive effort cu- coupled with that. It was... Listen, the Warriors did a hell of a job. I'm not here to take away any credit from them on the defensive end. They played with intensity, they played with enthusiasm, and it was nice to see. That said, my God, the shot selections from the Minnesota Timberwolves. I understand some of that was to do with the defense, but a lot of that was just Anthony Edwards. What are you doing, man? Forcing it, pressing it. We saw it first quarter. I was at the game. Shout out young Benjamin. We had a great time at Chase Center. Loved it. Benny now, the Warriors are undefeated with Benny in the building at Chase Center. Coincidence? I think not. I think Joe Lacob should probably give me season tickets the rest of the way. But he'll text me. He'll text me on the side chat. He's a big pre gamer. He tunes in every single day, Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. So us, Joe's got to stick together. Me and Lacob are those Joes. But yeah, we were at the game last night, and we just saw that first quarter it was just not great basketball. And that second quarter, my God, Tony Brothers. Got a three-year-old, okay? So I'm not, I don't have the attention span to sit for hour quarters, and that second quarter felt like it was an hour long. Can we stop with all these fouls, these foul calls? I get it. Some of them are justified, and a lot of them on the Warriors have been justified this year. But the last two minutes of that second quarter was like two hours. You need to be better. NBA referees need to do better. Something we've said far too often this season for the NBA. Here's Steve Kerr on... Uh, Draymond Green's injury update, this is kind of the story heading into the game. It's like, oh, well, he was probable Friday night, he said as presser, and then he was out for the game. I was like, that's not good. And they're calling it a knee flare-up, and uh, yeah, then last night, again, he was questionable, then out. Here's what Steve Kerr had to say about Draymond Green and his injury.
5: It flared up today, so he will be more uh, thoroughly checked out today by our medical staff. So it was it was sort of unexpected the way he um, came through treatment yesterday. Everything was was looking good, and he had a setback today. So we'll uh, we'll learn more today, and we'll have more for you tomorrow.
1: Does he need to get
5: like an X-ray or something? Or Pro- probably, probably an MRI. So we'll um, I'll talk to the training staff after this, but.
4: But I always like when uh, little cuts end like that. But yeah, that's not good, is what probably he wanted to say. That's not good, that he has to get an MRI for a knee flare-up this late in the season. That's never a good sign. But again, he's been the Iron Man kind of this season, Draymond Green. He's been that defensive acre. He's been the guy playing defense. Basically him and DiVincenzo, and no one else is playing it at times. So that's concerning. And if Draymond is out for an experience, uh, an extended amount of time this season... Yeah, that makes it even tougher when you have no Wiggins out. Again, no Wiggins right now due to personal matters. We're still monitoring that whenever he comes back. But that's not good either. Hoping the best for him, his family, whatever personal situation that he is going through. Clearly, it has to be serious at this point. It's been a couple weeks now. So, hoping the best for Andrew Wiggins and the family there. Very scary, scary things when you don't hear what's going on surrounding that. And Steph, again, he'll be reevaluated this wednesday from that interosseous membrane uh injury he had the what is a fibular tubular shred the gnar whatever knee messed up tendon that he's got so they'll reevaluate him on march from moon dust <laughs> on the youtube chat i am tripping on shrooms and saxon's shirt is scaring me spadoni come on it's just a hawaiian shirt You're on the YouTube chat. I'm looking at you right now. It's just a Hawaiian shirt. So there's maybe some marijuana leaves on it. But you know what? Come on. It's tropical. It's nice. We're chilling here. It was a nice win. It was a comfortable win. For me, anyways. I thought they were going to... Once they took that lead late, that nine-point lead, I thought it was over. It was a wrap. Wasn't comfortable for a lot of the Warriors fans in there. And it's interesting going to a game like that when you have no dong in the fight. You just wanted a good game and you got it last night. Benny was loving... The theatrics. He loved the fireworks coming out, the fire. I was like, Buddy, what's your what was your favorite part of last night's game? He was like, When everyone was yelling the uh, DA. I was like, Oh, they're yelling defense, but I was like, close enough. <laughs> He's like, that was a favorite. He was like, I liked when everyone clapped. I was like, you know what? I did too. Just when everyone was getting into it. And there was a sense of urgency in the building last night for the Golden State Warriors fans. You could feel it. That was a game where it's just you didn't feel comfortable throughout it. Timberwolves for the most part were controlling things. Nas Reed, he was getting his buckets any way he could. Austin Rivers is an irritant. Big choker at the line, by the way, last night. 0 for 4? Yikes. But you could feel it with the fans. And I was up in the nosebleeds. I wasn't up in the you know, the nice celebrity areas, if you will. I saw owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, weird to say. Alex Rodriguez. Chopping it up with Barry Bond. So the stars were in the building last night. But you can feel the intensity. And you're going to start feeling them down the stretch here. Every single game, no matter the opponent. Whether it is against the Rockets again. Or the Spurs. Or the Orlando Magics of the world. I know they finished up there. But you get what I'm saying. You're going to start feeling it. And you are going to be playing a lot of Western Conference teams that directly correlate and impact you in the standing. So, again, every single game here, from here on out. It's gonna matter more than the next. It's gonna be more. It's gonna uh, keep mattering more and more, if you will. Moon dust again. I pulled my left buttocks muscle. But first, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Here's more from Steve Kerr on Loon Dog. Come on, Looney again. He's just so consistent. This guy brings it night in and night out. Twelve points last night. Seventeen freaking boards. This guy's just a beast on the glass. Shout out Loon Dog.
5: I'm just getting tired of Raymond coming to me after every game saying that's the sixth consecutive game where (laughs) Loon has had 13 or more rebounds. And it's like, I know, Raymond, I don't need that from you. But we've just come to expect it now. He's just, this is, he's an elite rebounder and carved out such a great role for himself. And the reason he's a multi-time champion, I mean, he gets it. He's a pro and damn good player. It doesn't get old.
1: Call from mom. Answer it
4: watching loon succeed that guy what he's been through we never thought he was going to play again after he had the what was the term the can't think of it couldn't feel his hands basically couldn't feel his hands yeah it was a neurological problem and he didn't think he was going to be able to keep going in his nba career and uh hit me up on the text line or youtube chat couldn't think of the word for his injury but We'll get there. It's a Monday. We're working things out here on the pregame show, all right? Get off my back. We'll get, we'll get through it. But, again, come on, Looney. What more can you say? Hell of a game from him in a game that he needed to step up in. Because, you know what? Nas Reed kind of eating his lunch a little bit there. Loon got the assignment. He got it. And he showed out towards the end there. Especially clutch on the glass. Getting tip-ins. God, nothing better than a loon dunk, too. Doesn't get up high, but he still dunks it down. We're going to take a quick break here. Coming back here for more of Steve Kerr, Dante DiVincenzo, Clay Thompson, as the Golden State Warriors took out the Minnesota Timberwolves 109-104. to They improved to 31-30 and on the season. Minnesota Timberwolves fall to 31-32. and Again, the Warriors back in action tomorrow against the Portland Trailblazers, and we'll have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game and. the game. Stephen Curry will be reevaluated on Wednesday, hoping for the best there. Hope to get Steph back some point this week. That would be huge. Again, Draymond Green, latest news out of there. He had a flared-up knee injury. They're going to do an MRI on that to see where he's at. Nothing yet to report on Andrew Wiggins and the personal matters that he is attending to. Hoping the best there for Andrew Wiggins and hoping the best right here on 95.7 The Game, as we continue right here on the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game.
3: Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
4: Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Warriors take out the Minnesota Timberwolves last night at Chase Center, 109-104. to They improved to 31-30 and on the season. We're talking defense for the first time in a while for the Golden State Warriors. As Dante DiVincenzo, Klay Thompson, Loon Dog, Kaminga, everyone chipping in on the defensive end. Anthony Lamb with two blocks. That was just great to see and a great team win for the Golden State Warriors last night. And they needed to win it. Don't get it twisted. That was a game where it looked like it was slipping. And I saw it was Hamza from the YouTube chat, I believe who said, listen, that game was so close to getting over, being over with if Anthony Edwards just hit a couple shots there late in the third. I was like, I agree, but he didn't. And yeah, some of it is defense. Some of it's just luck. He had an off night. Anthony Edwards, more often than not, he's probably going to have a great game. But he didn't last night, and you have to capitalize when stars like that don't step up. And the Warriors stepped up. DiVincenzo, he stepped up. Clay Thompson, he stepped up. Kevon Looney. Again, Anthony Lamb in key moments stepped up. So, it was overall a huge, huge victory for the Golden State Warriors. I said it might have been the win of the year. And my whole thing is, I think every single win this rest of the way is going to be the win of the year because you just need to keep stacking Ws. That's my mindset. That's my logic. Just keep winning. That's all you need to do. Can the Warriors continue to do that? Well, they haven't shown thus far in the season they can. Maybe this is the part of the schedule... Where they can. Maybe they can. Against the Blazers tomorrow at home. This is the longest homestand you're currently on the rest of the way. You got the Blazers tomorrow. Got the Clippers on Thursday. Then you got the Pelicans Friday before heading over on Sunday at crypto.com arena in Los Angeles against the Lakers. And that'll be a massive game. The Lakers, they're coming off a huge win against Dallas. Dallas, by the way, looking at the TV right now, 1-3 with Luka and Irving. I think the Warriors have a good chance of leapfrogging them. If they take care of their business, I am not a believer in that Dallas Mavericks team. I never really was, because they don't play defense. All right? That was what they were hanging their hat on last year against the Warriors and they play. And they're like, oh, well, they, this Dallas team actually plays defense. Yeah, okay. But you can't rely on the offensive end just Luka. Now you sacrifice some of that defense for more offense, but... You expected it all to just kind of work with Kyrie Irving and Luca right off the bat? It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven. Thank you. Five one oh neuropathy for Kavon Looney is what he was suffering through his career. We didn't think he was gonna play again. It was like I knew it was neurological something. And I should know that because I swear to God we have like a fifty million neuropathy type commercials here on 95.7 the game in between shows that I listen to every single day. So thank you, 510 on the Xfinity mobile text line. Neuropathy was the word I was looking for. 888-957-9570, if you would like to get involved or on the YouTube chat, hello, appreciate all of you. Ricardo Martinez, pregame show, let's go! Let's go, Ricardo. Appreciate you chiming in. Clay Thompson, speaking of let's go, he had the most ridiculous shot of the season Maybe in his career, a bank shot from the corner? The degree of difficulty on that alone should probably give him a four-point play. Here's Clay talking about that shot last night in a clutch moment.
6: That I felt, one I felt great. Uh, rare you can bank from the corner, but you know sometimes you get the shooter's roll. So I'm not going to complain. Huge shot, too. And it was a two.
4: Two. Thank you. It was a two. It uh, looked like it was a three, but foot on the line. But my God, are you kidding me? In a clutch moment, and yes, shooters roll to the 10th degree because this guy is one of the greatest shooters of all time. But my God, that was just one day. You know what? When that shot went out, I was like, they're winning tonight. That's just, that's a, you can't lose when you make a shot like, like that. And I heard Tim Roy on the broadcast. I was listening back and he was talking about it with Tolbert. I was like, if you win, if you make that shot, you can't lose can't lose and they didn't last night here's more from clay on the complete and possibly the best game of the year for his teammate dante Divincenzo.
6: I mean, what a complete game by Dante. 21, eight and five and four steals. I mean, probably his best game of the season. That's incredible. And his three-point shooting has been so great as of late. He's showing why he was so coveted for us this past offseason. And I love competing with him. He's using his voice on the bench because he's a champion. He's got incredible experience. And he's just going to be incredibly important for us going going down this stretch.
4: Absolutely. That's going to be a guy that you're going to need to lean on. And hey, maybe he's not going to have games like that all the time. Listen. He didn't have a great game against the Lakers. The whole team didn't have a great game against the Lakers. But you know what he's done since then? He's bounced back in an incredible way. He's scoring, playing defense. He's fuzzy. The defense is always going to be there with Dante. That much I do know with him. And that three ball, as Clay said, lately, it's reliable. And pretty much for the most part, other than that blip, the start of the season in which everyone kind of sucked on the Warriors, let's be honest, he's been great. Again, he's made himself a lot of cash this offseason a lot. Well the Warriors bring him back, they would probably love to. He might have priced himself out. Because you're gonna be having to pay a lot of these guys and listen, we have all off season talk about what's gonna happen. Is Draymond going to opt out? Is he gonna opt in? Jordan Poole contract, Clay Thompson stuff, we all of that. We get all of that. But shout out for Dante DiVincenzo because he's had a hell of a season and last night showed you just why and today's a day to celebrate him. Because he's been a tremendous pickup in the pickup for the Golden State Warriors. Here's Steve Kerr on DiVincenzo's winning and his relentless mentality.
5: I think he won two, didn't he? He won two championships there and another one in Milwaukee. I mean, he's been around winning his whole life. And what I love about Dante is he just fills up the box score. He's not just a shooter or a playmaker or a defender. Like, he's everything. He just brings it every game. Huge energy, great competitive desire, relentless, really fun to coach Dante. You heard it from Steve Curry. Guy's just a winner, too. Won
4: all those games and championships at Villanova. Won it with Milwaukee. Yeah, he was hurt for a little bit throughout the playoffs. But you know what? Guy's a winner. And that's something to be said. When you have a winning formula and a, a team, let's not get it twisted, there's a lot of young guys who haven't done a lot of winning. Yeah, they won the chip last year. But you know what? When you're relying on guys like Ty Jerome and Anthony Land to play all those minutes, those guys aren't winners. They won one. Ty Jerome, I guess, of Virginia, right? That we played. But other than that, like, this is the NBA. So, yeah. Okay. Let's see what you got. And you know what? Dr. DiVincenzo is taking a lot of these guys under his wing. And you see Gary Payton second on the sideline. Shout out to him. He's trying to take a lot of these young guys under his wing on the defensive end. And you saw it last night. And if they can just somehow, some way get into the tournament, I like to call it the tournament like Ray does, it just sounds cool. Sounds professional. If they can just get into the playoffs and you get Gary Payton the second back with Dante DiVincenzo, you have one of those guys, if not both those guys, coming off the bench. You kidding me? The depth that all of a sudden for your defense looks like it's shot up exponentially. Now, that's, you're assuming Gary Payton the second is going to come back and he's going to look like Gary Payton the second. We don't know that. But potentially, it could be a hell of a one two punch there on your bench when it comes to Gary Payton II and Dante DiVincenzo. All the eyes right now, though, as far as defense are concerned, is looking at Draymond Green and that knee. He's going to get an MRI. Again, according to Steve Kerr, there was a flare-up with his knee, and they're going to get an MRI on it. This late in the season, that is a cause for concern. I saw Doc Pandya talking about it last night. Shout out Dr. Narav Pandya of UCSF. Cleared to play. Willard and Dibbs every... Wednesday, 11 to 30. So you want not going to want to miss out that. And I'm sure we're going to ask him about that this week. But a flare-up this late in the season, it's never a good thing. I'll say that. Hopefully, the structurally, it's all okay there. But, again, you're hoping for the best there. You're already without Andrew Wiggins. And to lose Draymond Green on top of that on the defensive end, I don't care how good DiVincenzo is. That's, that's something you just can't overcome. So hoping for the best there for Draymond Green. Hoping for the best for the cross-jover, which is next, as Joe Shasky the Morning Rose, joins me for a little cross-talk action. 888-957-9570 if you would like to weigh in on the Xfinity mobile text line. If you'd like to call in, same number, 888-957-9570. YouTube, Twitch, you are beautiful. Let's go. This is the pregame show. Warriors take out the Timberwolves, 109-104, to four. Ninety five seven. The Game.
3: Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
4: Welcome back, pre-game show. Joe Spinoni, ninety five, seven the game. Warriors, they take out the Minnesota Timberwolves one oh nine to one oh four. Improved to thirty one and thirty. Let's see if they can start stacking wins, stacking dubs, they take on the Portland Trail Blazers tomorrow. By the way, Dame Dalla, as Joe Shasky joins me for the crossover right now. Dame Dalla, seventy one.
3: Yeah. My God. You think you think he moved off ball once? No. No chance. any chance. They defense? were up by like
4: fifteen with like two minutes ago. He was just like, "I was like, you know what? I like that though. No, so I can go for it because don't you want like Steph and Clay to do that yeah, when boot, they're out there?
3: Bootleg Steph, Dame yeah. Lillard. <laughs> yeah,
4: hey, that's Oakland. I'm always old teasing. i You know teasing. what? To that point,
3: there's a little rivalry. I've just, created a shtick out of yeah. being anti Dame because everybody loves him. I get it. He's the darling, and I just kind of. It's more of a joke at this yes. point. I'm kind of committed to the bit.
4: Well, and. To be quite honest, he hasn't really won anything in his career. Well, like, And he doesn't play any defense. No. I got to say, and, and I actually he, took a lot of flack for this because he is Oakland's own. I live in Oakland. I love player. Dane. He's a great player. Great player. Him getting voted into the top, top 70 75 top. over a guy like Dwight Howard kind of bothered me. Well, Dwight's been the best player on a team that's been to a championship.
3: Dwight's, uh, And I understand that Dane's played in a, an era where Golden State's been amazing. In their peak, who would you ra- have rather have had? In their particular peaks. I think I would go with Dwight Howard. Yes, like like there there was some video circulating of Dwight Howard uh, over the weekend, and it was young Dwight Howard. I think people have misremembered how great he was for eleven, twelve straight he's, years. He's
4: turned into a meme towards the late parts course. of his career, but you
3: know how he was so good. He was actually good for the Lakers in that bubble championship run too. Got a little Manny Ramirez feel to it, doesn't it? A little it? bit, yes. You know we're like I think we kind of made it the the guy a joke when like in reality one of the most feared. Players of his particular generation,
4: yeah. What he's a DPOY? How many times? Uh, like, and then for the Orlando Magic to have Peak, Shaq, and Peak, uh, Dwight, and not win anything, win.
3: and that team <laughs> was actually an evolutionary step forward because they had Hito, Richard Lewis. Yes. they were stroking the three from yes. beyond the arc. That was a very fun team. It
4: was Stan, uh, Stan Van Gundy. Yes. that was a the team there too. Like, like
3: J- Jamir Nelson.
4: Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. What Look a name. That. Yep. That was uh, the the Lakers ended up winning that. There was a last uh, second shot. I think it was Jameer Nelson who rimmed it out. Or yes. Looked, yeah, rimmed it out and that kind of was the series right there but Warriors, Shasky—they played defense last yeah. night. Look at them, huh? I know. Wasn't that like a nice to see Anthony Lamb with a couple blocks? Are you kidding me? After the that's third quarter, that's your guy
3: too, Anthony oh, Lamb. Anthony look, Lam. look at him coming in clutch. <laughs> uh, you know, after that third quarter, I was like, oh god, they're down nine. It felt it felt insurmountable. Just c- considering how they've been playing as of recent, um, and then I want to get to Clay Thompson because oh, my god, to me, uh, you know, someone's gonna say, oh, you know, twenty seventeen, the month of May or something like that. Or they'll come. Up with some random one that's playoffs so it's different i feel like given who's out given their record this might be the best offense i've seen from clay thompson because he's carrying them it's not like oh we're 41 and 13 we're rolling right now and, and clay's on a, like a heater like they need him to have every bucket he could possibly have and he's on fire no absolutely and it's not
4: just the offense it's the leadership yes and steve kerr talked about that like no Draymond is... And by the way, the Draymond thing is scary. Like, uh, in a flared-up knee right now, MRI, like... Listen, he's been playing amazing, and I, I think agree. it's te- I think it's been taking its toll. Like, now we're seeing it now with this flare-up. Like, he's been having such a load on the defensive end, so that one's scary. But, again, t- real quick to, to Clay, and we'll get on Draymond here mm-hmm, in a second, mm-hmm. that injury. But... That leadership void that needed to be filled. And he's not the vocal guy. No, Clay's never been that his career. No, no, no. He's had Steph. He's had Draymond. Hell, Steve Kerr at times has just been the vocal leader. KD has been up there in, in, in the team. But he, all those guys are out. Wiggins is out. He needs to be that dude. He needs to be the grown-up in the building. And Steve Kerr's been talking about it. And I'm just
3: so impressed with Clay Thompson these last two months. It's been impressive. It really has. And uh, he might not be like the vocal leader. Um, and, and maybe he's growing into that role. I, yeah, I, it I, seems
4: like he has been, apparently. It does. Yeah.
3: But I will say, there is something spiritual about when he's on, it just feels different for this Calming team. influence, almost, right? It, it really is. And, like... Early in the year, let's go back to the beginning of the year. When he was struggling, you could almost feel it. He was pressing. The team was pressing. The arena was begging for him to go on like a heater. And then now when it's just, it's he's lights out. I mean, he, when he hit that bank shot on the on the angled shot, I couldn't believe that shot. They were winning
4: after that. I'm sorry. Uh, it like, was you unreal. can't lose when you hit a shot like that. It was an
3: unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> we could be playing horse, and I'll give you 16 shots from there. You might hit one. It was. And Clay talked about that. was the definition of a shooter's role. Like, it, that's that's
4: nothing else you can Only he can hit that
3: shot. But like the point being is that I I think that arena vibes off of him. And when he is playing well, there is something joyous about everyone else feels it. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Here's another thing. And you're going to bring up Draymond in a second. And look, do they need Draymond? Yes. I'm saying that on the front end. I'm not diminishing Draymond. Do you think it's a coincidence, and I'm going to ask this same question to Bonte, because I want his opinion on it. Do you think it's a coincidence that the floor does seem a little more open for Clay and his, he's been, no, he's been great for a month, month and a half, and that's been with Draymond, maybe two months. But I feel like you're seeing an even better version of Clay Thompson. Maybe it's just coincidence, but maybe there's some spacing things where on offense specifically, Clay feels a little more free and the ball's kicking around a little more. I don't know uh that's an interesting thought i didn't really think about that before now you're bringing it up uh, that it's could, just two games. it could be it's
4: yeah, small, yeah it's, it's a small sample size i'm not size. trying to lose my mind no 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 but that's an interesting point like and that's why i like your opinions because you look at things that no one else is going to see like that and that's Didn't think about that. Like a little little less congested, if you will.
3: Well, he's able to play like a stretch four, but at the same time, Kaminga's allowed to operate more as a cutter. I can see that. Again, I thought Kaminga had had moments in the last couple of games. I also thought he had some boneheaded stuff. Yes. But the thing with Kaminga is you got to live with those. You saw Anthony Edwards. He has been given carte blanche to run up and down the floor and kind of do whatever he wants for two years. Low
4: key. He got benched at sometimes like last night where Finch was like, keeping him out a long time in that fourth quarter. Did you see that? Like He kept him out. I was like, he didn't trust him.
3: Spadoni, young player development is not a straight line upward. No, It's up and down and up and down. It's like the stock market.
4: I guess we're so used to just letting these star kids just keep playing constantly and yeah. stuff like that. And hell, Steve Kerr. Early in that game, he called timeout, and him and, and we were getting into a it it little bit seven two or something. Like, it was super, I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, this is gonna be the longest first quarter of my life. And well, they gave
3: up thirty four in the yeah, first, and I was I, like, you got to be. Well,
4: kidding Nas on. Reed is the greatest player of all time, obviously. By the way, can I tell you where did you, you come guys, from? you guys, you and you and Bonte like to talk about plus minus? Nas Reed minus six yesterday,
3: uh, which is not indica- in- indicative. Anthony Edwards plus one. Watch I mean, that game and tell me if Anthony Edwards I, was good a, or not. Dang, I Please, totally you. Nas Reed was incredible. <laughs> he was so good. He, how about that dunk in traffic? Oh my god! Where he cocked it back and threw. And I got to give Kaminga credit. So many guys don't want the smoke on a dunk these days. Kaminga is it, at least trying yes. to, to, to get up in the mix. Like I'm all I'm all good with and that. And he's a young guy too. I, know. And I appreciate
4: that. I do Absolutely. too. Uh, real quick, uh, here's Steve Kerr. Uh, she asked you. mentioned Draymond Green in that injury. Yeah. Here's the injury update uh, prior to the game yesterday, yeah. or check that after the game.
5: It flared up today, so he will be more uh, thoroughly checked out today by our medical staff. So it was it was sort of unexpected the way he um, came through treatment yesterday. Everything was was looking good, and he had a setback today. So we'll uh, we'll learn more today, and we'll have more for you tomorrow. Does he need to get like an X-ray or something? Or is- probably, probably an MRI. So we'll um, I'll talk to the training staff after this, but.
3: Two things can be true simultaneously. A, I'm worried because they need Draymond, right? That's that's the first part. Yes. Second part, in a weird way, I think that this actually might not be the worst thing that ever happened to the Warriors because you got an opportunity to see Kaminga get into the lineup. Now, he's been playing a lot. He's guarding Edwards. He's guarding some of the threes, some of the fours at times. You get Clay more as a natural stretch four. I think they can withstand it for the time being. Do they need him ultimately to go anywhere of significance? Yes. I'm not saying they don't need Draymond. I'm saying in a weird way, I think this gives opportunities to PBJ, to, to Kaminga, to Clay Thompson. And they're not, it's not a, I'm playing him at Draymond's position. I'm just saying I think things open up on the floor for other guys and it gives them opportunities in a weird way. I'm excited to see somebody else get some ops. I can see that, but on the flip
4: side, without Wiggins, and again, we don't know what's going on there. I have
3: no idea. I assume he's going to be back at some point.
4: Uh, maybe. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now, so assuming, yeah, maybe. But if Wiggins is out, Andrew, on, uh, I uh I, I get wanting to be positive look, for the young kids. I hear you. That, that scares the hell out of me for a, team so already, th- for a team that's already stunk on defense with those guys. That makes me even
3: more scared down the stretch. Okay, we're, we're totally speculating because we have no idea what's going on. We, we don't know what's going on with Wiggins. Yeah. It's very odd, obviously. Like, and, and it's fair to say two things are true. He deserves privacy, yes. and it's odd that we don't know what it is, yes. which then leads me to assume, because that's all I can do, yeah. man, I hope, so. I hope his family, yes. whatever's going on, yeah. God knows what it could be. Yeah. Like your mind starts to go crazy. And so I assume he'll be back at some point.
4: What if he's not? What if he's not? That's what I'm trying to. I mean, think. that's like, what I keep you, thinking. I, I'm and- like, I'm, I'm. This whole week, I'm looking at the Blazers like he's not there. I'm looking at the Clippers like he's not going to be there. Pelicans. But maybe if he came the- back today, would you be shocked? No, but again, that, that's we, don't the know. Per- that, we don't know. It's like, And that's a hard part Like when we talk on the radio about this. like, And people always like, what's going on with Wiggins? I was like, we can't speculate on that. Because like, I- we don't know. Like We don't. But your mind does race. But your mind has to wander to Yes. Like, it has to be something personal. And that's what they said. So whether that's family-related, whether it's mental health-related, any of that stuff. Like, who knows? Like, who knows? So... Uh, all we know least, all we can say is we hope for the best.
3: I know he's got young kids and I know yes. that they've been sick at home at least leading up cuz remember he got sick at home. Yeah. I'm just connecting dots here. I just worry about people's families. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like if we're just taking our sports caps off for a second and yes. we step back like I just hope everything's okay for the kids. You absolutely. know what I mean? Whatever's going on, that, That's that's what's where my mind goes.
4: No, no, no. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great point there and uh, as we shift on from that, Dante divincenzo uh, it's just DiVincenzo. a winner. He's
3: so good. He's just a winner. This
4: has been the pickup of the year yes. for the Warriors in a in a season in which they've missed Gary Payton the second, right? Like they missed mm-hmm. like that replacement guy, and Divincenzo's been that and more for me.
3: He's finished in the lane. Yes, he's setting up for others. He he doesn't okay. Like when you look at the stat sheet, you're like, oh, you know Dante Divincenzo. He he has a you know couple stats in every category. It doesn't even begin to explain how many little winning plays he makes throughout a game. Setting a screen, moving the tempo, you know, coming over to help which creates a bad pass that maybe somebody else steals. I mean, he picked that pass late yeah, in that game. No. That was a big time turnover. Ouch. Um he's just He's a great winning player. No, winning
4: is perfect, and Steve Kerr talked about that. The guys won at every single level. You look at college, Villanova, you look at with the Bucks; they won a championship yeah. there. He was a good piece there. And now with the Warriors, and he's probably priced himself out, like if you're looking at the Warriors, and I don't know, maybe they could bring him back, I don't know. But just looking at him, and he's made himself a lot of money, just happy for guys that play hard, and they are rewarded for it. it, it because too- you know what, there's so many guys Play hard on offense, right? Yes, yes. And just yes, take yes, a yes, break yes. on defense. Yes. This guy knows his limitations and does it both. At both ends of the floor at an elite level, and we don't see that. And he's a young guy too,
3: and he fits into the like the ethos of the team. Like he's yeah. not his personality blends really, really well. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Like, like I think that's a that's a big thing for the Warriors. Calm, cool, collected. Yeah. He, he
4: definitely fits in there. He's not a raw, rah kind of no. a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah so,
3: yeah. but like I'm looking at it just financially, and I know it's different because there are different spots in their careers, and I get all that. Gary making almost nine, ten million dollars a year. And Divincenzo, like to me, if I and I, you can't. But man, if I could flip flop the two salaries, oh yeah, I would much rather have a, a three-year deal or at least two years after this year with Dante Divincenzo as opposed to Gary. Page. Absolutely,
4: and there's like a five or six-year age gap between the two. It's not even close. You'd go with Divincenzo right? at this point. And then the injury history, absolutely. You factor that. And in. they're
3: different. Like one's yeah. a lockdown, niched kind of a defender type. DDD does everything. Does I everything I want.
4: for you, absolutely. And if again, I mentioned this earlier,
3: whatever his name is.
4: D.D., right just Dante DDV I think so yeah yeah not R V D shout out Rob Van Dan Mister AEW, by the
3: way see that guy putting Bonte in the headlock
4: oh yeah he was I saw Kincaid our boy James Kincaid of the Warriors too he was chopping off and stuff like that wait
3: Kincaid who likes wrestling but is anti steroids you saw that interesting he is
4: speaking of baseball maybe you and Bonte will get into that next on the morning roast ninety five seven the game.